Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Ben Hughes. I'm one of the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creator of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. In today's episode, I'm going to be revealing what to do when the scales aren't moving, specifically for women who are over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So I speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who have found that their weight has crept up and who are trying to lose a couple of stone through the kind of normal dieting approaches. And one thing that we see women struggling with time and time again is trying all of the things which worked in their 20s and 30s, but just not seeing the same results now that they're over 40. Many women find themselves stepping on the scales after a hard week of dieting, only to see zero movement, having to choose clothes to cover up problem areas rather than wearing things they like, and staring at this wardrobe full of amazing clothes that no longer fit right and that they no longer feel they can wear, and worrying that they'll never be able to get that weight under control and that this is just a part of the aging process that they're going to have to accept. And that's never a nice situation for, for anybody to be in. And if left unchecked, it can start to have an impact on all areas of women's lives. And the reason that this happens is simple. So a lot of the normal approaches to fitness, which I'll go through today, are not the ideal way to see results when you're over 40, specifically when you're a woman over 40. And that's why so many women end up feeling stuck and unable to lose weight no matter what they try. So in today's podcast, I'm going to break down exactly what to do when you're over 40 and diets are not working. And I'm going to give you a step-by-step method to drop two dress sizes over the next 12 weeks in a fast and sustainable way. So the first reason that women over 40 can sometimes get stuck with their results when it comes to fitness um, is purely because the approach they're taking may not be the ideal approach or may not be the right approach for where they are with their body at the moment. So most diets are are generic. They're not specific. They don't take into account age and they don't necessarily even take into account gender as well. The reality is though, women's bodies are different to men's and women's bodies change more with age as well. So female sex hormones start to change and start to decrease around the menopause. So these are uh, hormones such as estrogen, progesterone, FSH. And the overall result of these hormonal changes can be that women end up being more sensitive to certain foods, for example, wine or caffeine. It can lead to increased joint issues it can lead to things like reduced bone density it can lead to changes in mood it can lead to changes in sleep patterns but the the biggest impact in terms of fitness is that it can lead to a slowing of the metabolism so it can lead to the the metabolism actually starting to slow down slightly the other thing that could happen is sensitivity to stress can increase and can change with age as well so one, in, one effect that happens to women more than men, both for both men and women, as both men and women get older, their sensitivity to stress goes up. So what that means is for the same amount of stress that you might experience on a day-to-day basis from your job or from your family life or from whatever else you've got going on, you'll have a greater response to that stress. And that happens for both men and women. But for women, the increase is actually three times more than it is for men. So women really need to be careful with stress as they start getting older. 
if you let your stress levels go out of control, and we've done a whole podcast episode on this, so go back and check that one out if you want to know more about how stress can impact things. But if you let that stress level get too high and let that stress level stay chronically elevated for long periods of time, it can lead to things like leptin resistance. So leptin is a, a hunger, one of the hunger hormones, which can then mean you have increased cravings, and especially for comfort foods, especially for all the types of foods that are not going to do you any favors if you're trying to see results with fitness. Those chronic stress levels can also lead to insulin resistance, which can then make it more difficult to lose weight around the middle, and it can lead to storing more excess body fat around the middle as well. And the other thing that can happen is what's called thyroid deregulation, which again, could also lead to a slowing of the metabolism. And when you're trying to lose weight, having your metabolism slow down is kind of the last thing you want because your metabolism is responsible for kind of how many calories you're burning on a daily basis, and how many results you're going to be able to see. So because of all of those different factors and all of those different changes that women go through as they get older, a lot of the things that you used to do in your 20s and 30s might not work so well or might even not work at all for women who are over 40. So for example, things like starving yourself, reducing calories really, really low. So, you know, 1200 calories a day, 800 calories per day, et cetera, um, can just lead to things like an increase in cortisol levels. They can cause things like muscle loss um, and they can, they can lead to a slower metabolism. So things that used to work previously will just not work the same way. Another example is HIIT training. So high intensity interval training. Again, that can spike stress hormones. And if you've got this increased stress response, that does you no favors when it comes to seeing results in the mirror. And as well, if you're also dealing with joint issues, a lot of the women you work with, they have maybe it's bad knees, maybe it's a bad back, maybe it's hips, but they have some sort of joint wear and tear going on. And all of any kind of high impact training is not ideal if you're dealing with, you know, sore knees, sore back, etc. Other things that can not work so well. Another one is long distance cardio. So a lot of people think cardio is kind of the ideal way to lose weight. But as you get older, doing kind of long durations of cardio, again, will just spike those stress hormones, it will burn muscle, it will slow down your metabolism. And it's not going to give you the best possible results when you're over 40. So to sum up, a lot of the things that worked, work for women who are in their 20s and their 30s, are just not ideal at all for women who are over 40. So the solution to this is to just find something that is right for your body and your lifestyle for where you are now. So the key things you want to look for are something that keeps your stress levels low to moderate. Uh, the way to kind of do that is any avoid anything that's really extreme. Avoid kind of starving yourself. Avoid really difficult high-intensity exercise. Avoid cutting out food groups completely. Avoid going on kind of shake diets or diet pills. Anything that's sort of really extreme you need to avoid those things completely. You also want to find something that avoids foods which disrupt your hormones. So you want to minimize things like caffeine, alcohol, sugar. You don't need to cut those things out completely, but you might just need to keep those under control and in moderation. And you also want to find something that protects your joints. So basically something that relies on low impact exercise, but still allows you to see great results when it comes to fat loss. And finally, something that helps to rebuild your metabolism. So again, not starving yourself, and doing the type of exercise is going to build muscle. The reason that's important is the more muscle mass you have, the faster your metabolism. As people age, their muscle mass tends to naturally decrease, and therefore their metabolism tends to naturally decrease as well. So you need to maintain and kind of build muscle mass as you get older, and you can reverse that effect. And when it comes to kind of starving yourself or restricting calories, 
when you restrict calories, the body sees that as like, you know, food is in short supply and it starts to slow down your metabolism as a response to that. So you want to keep food levels as high as you possibly can, but still see results. So the solution really, again, just find something that's right for your body and your lifestyle now. And that's, it's exactly what we kind of give to our clients inside of the Fit Over 40 program. It's all just tailored to what works for women who are over 40. So first tip then is the first reason that you, you may be stuck is that what you're doing is not right for your body now. The second thing that you want to make sure that you've got under control is what's called energy balance. So there are loads and loads and loads of different ways out there to lose weight. All of them though, really come down to the same thing. They all come down to energy balance. A lot of diets though use cryptic systems to help you to see results. So for example, a point system where you're tracking points equivalent to certain foods or having certain meal replacements or fasting or cutting out whole food groups. On the face of it, it may appear that there are a lot of different methods and a lot of different things that you could follow. But the reality is all of these things basically just work by reducing your calorie intake. Calories are basically a unit of energy. Some people get kind of worried about calories and, and the idea of kind of tracking your calorie intake starts to kind of worry them. They think it's difficult. They think it's complicated. The reality is calories are nothing to really be afraid of. It's just a unit of energy. It's just the energy that's either within your food or the energy that you burn inside your body. Body. In order for your body to burn fat and lose weight, you basically need to consume slightly less calories than your body needs per day, which then forces your body to tap into those stored fat sources as a form of energy. So your body will start to power itself using your own body fat. It's still kind of, it can be easy though to just get this wrong and eat too much. For example, if you're following a diet and you do really, really well, you stick to it perfectly through the week and then you get to the weekend and things kind of go completely out of control. You're having takeaways, you're having alcohol, you're just, your food intake is just creeping up at the weekend. It can mean that your calorie intake over the course of the week is much higher than it needs to be and you don't see results. Another trap people fall into is going for portion sizes, which are too big. Firstly, not monitoring those portion sizes, but secondly, having portion sizes that are too big. For example, a lot of people kind of eat the same, well, they, they portion themselves out the same as their partner. So you might have um, somebody who's married to, to, let's say somebody's married to a man and that man is like six foot four and he's a big guy with a lot of muscle mass. That guy can eat a lot of food without gaining any weight. His body requires a lot of energy to function. And then, and then maybe this guy's wife is five foot four, a lot shorter, a lot smaller, a lot less muscle mass. Um, but if you, if these two people eat the same amount of food, the wife may gain weight and the husband may lose weight on exactly the same portion size. So it's key to just make sure that the portion size that you have is right for you. So making sure that you're not eating too much in any particular meal. The third thing to follow, to, to watch out for, um, is the situation you can be in when you eat healthy meals. So your meals are fantastic. You're getting plenty of veg, plenty of protein. You're keeping your portion sizes at about the right amount during your meals. But then outside of those meals, maybe you're having too many treats, too many treats or too many snacks. It could be that after a stressful day of work, you know, you reach for a glass of wine, you reach for some chocolate, you reach for some crisps. It could be that you, um, you complete the day at work and you think, well, I, you feel sort of entitled to reward yourself with something. But both of those can, can lead to having too many treats, having too many snacks, and as a result, not seeing the results you want. 
the other thing that can that can kind of trip people up in terms of energy balance is not doing enough activity or not doing the right type of activity as well so especially um, with more people working from home it can be very easy to just sit down at a desk all day not be active at all and therefore not burn many calories during the day so your overall energy balance is that you're having more calories coming in than the calories that are coming out and as a result of that your body weight starts to increase and your body fat starts to increase so the solution with with getting this energy balance right i think is to just cut to the chase and directly control the things that lead to weight loss so don't worry about any cryptic point systems don't worry about cutting out certain food groups or fasting or anything anything like that just cut straight to the chase of what actually directly controls whether you gain or lose weight so the first thing is your calorie intake so making sure that you're eating the right amount for you not too much and also not too little so a nice pretty high amount we usually give people which is something that they can easily stick to in a sustainable sustainable way so some an amount where you're not feeling hungry you're not going to starve you can still fit in nice foods you can still fit in going out for meals you can fit in some treats some snacks as well but also an amount which is not so high that you're not going to see results so it's, it's about finding that perfect balance where you can still see really good results without having to restrict yourself too much exercise wise it's about finding the right sort of activity level so <clears throat> you want to do some general sort of activity so your general sort of steps how much you're walking around how many steps you're doing in a day i always recommend kind of five to ten thousand steps per day is is good um every one thousand steps that you do burns around 40 additional calories so over the course of a day if you get your step count nice and high it can make a big difference it can make a huge difference in terms of your results and then outside of that step count, what we also recommend is what's called LIST training. So LIST stands for low impact strength training. And it's a really, 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 really effective form of exercise, basically lifting weights in a slow and controlled way, gentle on the joints, good for building and maintaining muscle mass, good for helping your metabolism um, stay nice and high, but at the same time, really, really effective for burning body fat. So our clients will typically lose sort of one to two stone in 12 weeks doing three of these list training workouts per week, tracking their steps, making sure they're doing a decent amount of steps and just eating the right amount of them. So without even having to cut calories down too low as well. So that's kind of the overall um, approach to energy balance. So two things you need to get right so far is one, figure out what works for your body now. Two, make sure that you're ticking all the boxes in terms of energy balance. And the third thing is consistency. So a lot of different diets out there are difficult to stick to. They do extreme things, for example, drastically cutting calories, meaning that you feel starving, hungry all the time, or they expect an unrealistic amount of exercise, especially for somebody who's got a family and got a busy job, and they, they don't necessarily have time to exercise five, six, or even more times per week. They're, they can also be quite flexible. For example, they say you have to have this for breakfast, have to have this for lunch, have to have this for dinner, or you need to ban this food completely or ban that food completely. And when you have an approach which doesn't necessarily fit well around your family life or work life, generally people can only stick to that for a short period of time. For example, either sticking to it Monday to Thursday and as soon as Friday comes, they kind of blow out at the weekend. They go completely off track with their diet, stop doing any workouts, have too much to drink and ultimately that undoes all their, undoes all their hard work. Or it may be that they stick to a restrictive approach. They start the day thinking like, I've got it. Today is the day. This is going to be amazing. They go through the whole day, 
the stress of work and everything else and this difficult restrictive diet plan starts to catch up with them. And by the time they get to the evening, they're just sat on the sofa with that glass of wine and the chocolate and opening the crisps. It all just goes to part of the evening. Or some people can stick to it really, really well for a period of maybe one to two weeks. After that, though, it just becomes too much. The stress of following this really restrictive diet plan is too much. They give up. They undo all, all or any progress that they did actually manage to see. And then they start again and kind of repeat that same cycle. But the reality is that consistency is absolutely key to change. So the solution to this is really to just figure out what's stopping you from staying consistent and then solve that problem. And it's really important to have something that you can stick to long-term, not just for a few days or weeks at a time. Like consider like if you can only stick to a certain way of healthy eating um, for a certain period of time, and at the end of that time, it becomes un intolerable and you just sort of go back to normal or blow out completely. It's never really going to give long-term results. A short-term plan can never really give long-term results. So the key is not only finding something that's going to give you fast results, sustainable results for now, maybe over the next six, 12 weeks or beyond, but something that once you finish getting those results as well, um, you've also kind of know what to do going forwards as well um, so that you can continue seeing results in the future. So four key things that you want to make sure your approach has. Number one, that it's flexible, something that can fit around family life, fit around work life. It can fit around things like going out for meals, going on holiday, etc. Therefore, it's really easy to stick to long term. You also want something with variety. So something that allows you to have a big variety of different foods. You're not sort of stuck into like, here's what you must do. And there's, there's nothing else that you can do outside of this plan. It's also key to have something that focuses on your mindset. So something that helps you to deal with any negative thought patterns. For example, thinking things like sod it, I've ruined it all. What's the point? I'll start again on Monday. You want something that can help you deal with those negative thought patterns so that in the future, you can overcome those same problems which may have tripped you up in the past and you can still keep seeing results in the future. And then the fourth thing that you want that I think is really key is just having some form of accountability. So someone to hold you to account and steer you back on track if things are not working or if you if you, you know you have a bad week and you suddenly start slipping a bit off track, if you've got somebody there to say, right, let's what's happening, what's going on, what can we help you with, how can we get you back on track? It makes a massive difference to being able to stick to, stick to things long-term. And if you can stick to a program consistently, if you get things right in terms of your energy balance with the nutrition, with your workouts, if you have the approach that works for where you are with your body now, for your age and, and the, the exact situation that you're in, then it's going to help you see the best possible results. And these are all things that we do inside our Fit Over 40 program, which means our clients are able to stay consistent over 12 weeks, 24 weeks, beyond up to like, you know, years. And then they can consistently lose kind of one to two stone every 12 weeks, even with like kind of a difficult job, even with changing hormones, even with a hectic family life at the same time. And that's exactly what two of our clients, Nicole and Katrin did as well. So I'll read, I've got a couple of testimonials here from Nicole and Katrin. I'll read through these for you now. So Nicole said, Approaching 49, I'd done every diet in the world, but wanted to learn how to fuel and be lean and healthy without the need for hours of cardio. I hate cardio. I'd lost weight, but looked unhealthy and gained as soon as I'd finished the diet. I needed a lifestyle, not a diet. Trinity is the best thing I've done. and now lift weights. I hardly do any cardio. I've learned about macros and the importance of tracking what I eat, but also Trinity has the flexibility to have a life within it. 
Yesterday to celebrate my daughter's birthday, we had fish and chips and cake at the seaside. I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel beat myself up. We had a fun family day, albeit in my new size eight skinny jeans. As a family, we now eat much better, cleaner foods, as I've learned that processed diet foods are full of rubbish. To someone thinking of joining Trinity, I'd say do it. Trust and believe in the plan. It works. Within a few weeks, the results are worth it. If you put in the work, you will achieve your goal. This is the first thing I've stuck to for more than a few weeks, 24 weeks so far, and no intention of reverting to old self. So that's from Nicole. And Katrin said, in 12 weeks, I have just lost under 14 kilos or two stone five pounds since week one, which is incredible, given I had enjoyed it and have not been hungry. I've also lost 54.5 centimeters and my waist measurement is less than my hip measurement. I carried a lot of weight around my middle in the worst place. I am really grateful to you in the program. It has given, given me back my self-belief that I can do this. I'm not a failure and I'm not destined to be like this for the rest of my life. I know it will take time, but I honestly don't feel like it's a chore. To the contrary, I enjoy and look forward to the workouts and have not felt hungry or deprived. I've lost my sugar craving, but enjoy having the freedom to have the odd chunk of chocolate or ice cream if my calories allow. I can do that now without feeling I need to eat the whole bar or the tub. So amazing results there from both Katrin and Nicole. And if you want to find out more information about the program that both of these ladies followed and how we would recommend that you can drop one to two dress sizes over the next 12 weeks and be in a, the pretty much the best shape of your life by the time we get to Christmas, head over to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all of the details on that page. That's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast and we look forward to seeing you next week. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.